Hello and welcome to the Cast to End Poverty. I'm Gavin Aitchison and in this episode we'll be hearing about a new campaign that could make a lasting and vital difference to many people and families who have been hit hardest by the consequences of COVID-19. We'll hear in her own words from one woman whose family has been very severely affected and we'll learn more about what the campaign involves and how you could help. Since the start of the pandemic, many new lifelines have been created to help people and businesses in different situations. But one area that is yet to be addressed is the issue of household debt, specifically debt caused by the pandemic. We know that 54% of the lowest income families have had to borrow to pay for necessities during the pandemic. Four in 10 families with children have struggled to pay their rent and more than 350,000 households have been threatened with eviction. Millions of families have lost income in 2020, and those who were already in a precarious position have been swept into the storm. Now, the Reset the Debt campaign calls for action. In a few minutes, we'll speak to Neil Cooper from the campaign team, but first we're going to hear one family's story. I spoke recently with a woman who is using the pseudonym Maria as she wanted to remain anonymous. Her story here is re-read by one of my colleagues. In March, my husband lost his job. I am not working either, and we already had some debt before that, so had financial difficulties. When he lost his job, our situation got even worse. It took two months to get our universal credit, and in those two months, the situation was really not good at all. We had to borrow from friends and family. My husband has now got a new job, but it will take some time to get rid of the debt. At the time when he was not working, it was hard. We hardly bought any food. I went to food banks and used their local community pantry. There, you pay £4 and get at least 10 products, but we hardly entered any shops. We just used local support for food. We have two young children, and with difficulty, we have not bought any clothes or toys. We've had some donated from local local organisations or friends. Mentally, it has affected me. Even before this pandemic started, my husband was quite depressed and had anxiety. He felt he was the one who had to support us and and provide for the family's future. And the job he did have had been hard to get. He had been unemployed for 18 months before getting that. He was doing really well at work and had been there nearly two years, but they made him and some other people redundant in March when the pandemic hit. He was not furloughed, just made redundant. It affected his mental health and mine, especially at the beginning of March when things suddenly dropped and we could not see when they would improve. There were no jobs available and then when they started to become available, again, competition was so high. We used the food bank and the pantry and some friends gave us clothes for the children. We also borrowed from friends. Even though my husband has a job now, we still need help from the pantry and food bank. We really need to start paying our debts back. This time of year is very busy for us. As well as Christmas, it's also been both the children's birthdays. I want the children not to notice the struggles and still have a happy childhood. We have had some toys donated from friends and luckily they are at the age where they won't know if they are new from a shop or not. 
Normally, once a year, we like to go and visit my family who live abroad, but have not been able to for a while now. And the travel rules and our money situation this year mean we can't. We've not been able to really buy anything for the house either. It needs some repairs, but we can't afford to repair anything. It's very difficult. There are everyday comforts we can't afford. The sink has a big crack in it, but we can't afford to replace it. We were able to get a three-month mortgage holiday, but not longer. Once you have a house and a mortgage, you don't expect things to go bad, but they did. We do have some very good friends and we want to pay them back as soon as possible. That was Maria's story, read for us by a colleague. To give you an idea of the scale, when we spoke to Maria, she told us that she and her husband had started 2020 with around £7,000 of debt, but because of the pandemic, it had increased to around £15,000. Her family is far from alone. Millions of others are also in great difficulty, which is why the Reset the Debt campaign was launched. This next conversation is with Neil Cooper, who is Director of Church Action on Poverty, one of the organisations behind Reset the Debt. I started by asking him how the campaign had come about. So back in the start of lockdown, uh, the first lockdown back in um, April, uh, we thought it was really important to, to ask our supporters around the country what the issues they were seeing uh, during lockdown and as a result of the, particularly the economic consequences of the economy shutting down. And we did an online survey jointly with the Joint Public Issues team um, and about, had about 250-300 responses. Um, and that started to show amongst many other issues that there were people struggling, certainly as a result of the, uh, the, the economy just shutting down and 5 million people overnight uh, losing at least half their income. Uh, I think that was an aspect of the, the crisis which wasn't upper in our minds at the time because we were obviously focused on the, the, the health consequences. But that itself was uh, an unprecedented event that people who were doing, in some cases doing quite well, running small businesses, um, self-employed, in well-paid jobs, in what they thought were secure jobs and secure uh, incomes suddenly evaporated literally over a weekend when the, the economy shut down and they were then thrown into economic turmoil they they had no money coming in in many cases um, and uh, all went from having incomes of 20 30 40 thousand pounds a year to living on uh, 90 pounds a week from universal credit um, so we were starting to hear those stories and uh, colleagues at joint public issues team did some more focus groups um, and we're also looking at some of the broader economic data that was coming out slowly and started to see the picture emerging of the huge economic trauma that many households have faced since March for nine months now. Um, and that's slowly starting to, uh, I think, come to the public uh, attention just how big that is and how traumatic it is. But I still think most people haven't really understood uh, the tidal wave of, of debt that is engulfing um, probably millions of families across the country um, now and we're, which will be getting worse over the 
uh, the months ahead. Thank you. So, um, can you sort of what the campaign, what the Reset the Debt campaign is calling for then? And also maybe outline who, who else is involved apart from Church Action and Poverty? So the, the campaign, uh, it's being run jointly with the, the Joint Public Issues team, which is itself a, a consortium of the uh, main free churches in the UK, the Methodist Church, the Baptist Union, the Church of Scotland and the United Reformed Church. Um, so it's great to be working in partnership with them and some other partners around the country, groups working on the ground uh, have signed up. Uh, and gradually others are now starting to join as well. So it's becoming a, a fairly broad coalition of organisations. What we're calling for essentially is for government to create a fund to enable the household debt that has been accumulated or foisted on people as a result of uh, COVID to be paid off. Um, that uh, it's not the households who are struggling most that now are in dire poverty that should have to carry the burden of debt that's arisen from uh, from COVID and from the pandemic. And uh, the government needs to step in and uh, pay off those debts or enable those debts to be cancelled. It's a jubilee fund. And folk in the churches will be familiar with the idea of jubilee People might remember back to the Jubilee 2000 uh, campaign that many of us were involved in to write off debts of the poorest nations who were, again, struggling under uh, unpayable debts and it was weighing them down, um, making it impossible for them to recover economically and to move forward and to invest in their futures. And it's exactly the same uh, situation for families in the country now here who are weighed down by debts that have accumulated, in some cases, thousands and thousands of pounds, um, through no fault of their own, out of the blue, uh, their life chances and uh, financial circumstances changed. And so that they're not um, having to carry that burden of debt for years to come. And not just the debt, it's the... The fact that if that, that debt is to your landlord, you're at risk of being evicted and becoming homeless, that the, the, the stress of being under debt creates huge mental and um, health problems for people. For families, it's immensely traumatic bringing up children with debts, uh, not being able to afford the basics, having bailiffs knock at your door and you have to tell your children to hide um, when the bailiffs are there so that they can't, they don't know you're in. Extraordinary precious people are under when they're, they're in debt. And therefore, it's absolutely essential that government steps up to the plate and creates a fund to, to lift that burden of debt from households directly as a result of, of COVID. Um, obviously, people had other debts. Um, prior to COVID, and we're not saying this is a, a fund to, to pay off anybody's debt ever, but particularly the nature of the pandemic, people had no time to prepare, people had no time to make alternative plans, people had no time to you know, trim their household budgets, to move to a smaller house, to you know, sell their car and buy a smaller car, whatever. 
that they had no option. Uh, they were forced into taking on debt, simply in many cases to buy food, to you know, make sure their children weren't going hungry. Uh, that's why it's, it's essential that this is uh, action that government take on all our behalf. Thanks, Neil. And um, how's the campaign been going so far? Then we heard um, we heard an interview with with Maria, one of the people who's been affected by the issues. But what's uh, what's been happening in terms of campaign momentum? Who's been involved and what they've been doing? Uh, we've been really pleased with how the the campaign's gone so far. We launched the campaign in at the beginning of October. Um, we've had we've had backing from a lot and um, a growing number of partners. Uh, we got some good media coverage at the start, um, and um, the the it's it's starting to snowball. Um, so um, last month we invited church leaders around the country to sign uh, an open letter to uh, to the Chancellor to Rishi Sunak to say this is something that is an urgent priority for you to address. We had over 500 church leaders sign that letter. Uh, that shows the, the strength of concern around the country. Uh, that also showed to, to government that this is an issue that the churches really are taking seriously. Um, we've uh, had the, uh, the campaign already mentioned in Parliament uh, at least three times um, and uh, questions directly asked to the government minister responsible, John Glenn, in the Treasury um, about uh, the campaign. So we are starting to build some momentum. Uh, we've been in, inviting supporters to write to their MPs to say this is an urgent issue um, in the run up to Christmas to send a bauble, um, a, a, a virtual bauble or a, a kind of uh, cardboard or paper bauble to their MP as well. Um, encouraging them to hang it on their tree as a reminder that uh, even in the run-up to Christmas, um, we aren't all, weren't all in the same boat. People uh, struggling with that had a, will have had a very different experience of Christmas from those of us that have been able to afford to do at least some of the things that we might want to or been able to do this Christmas. Is, is that yeah. still going on? If, if people listening to this want to support the campaign or want to get involved, what's the, what's the best thing for them to do? Uh, so the best thing is uh, we're really keen that MPs uh, get uh, a post bag or their, their inboxes uh, get lots of letters um, and you know, Christmas baubles or if you want to knit something and send it to your MP, write a poem, do a handwritten letter. Those are things that um, stand out. You know, MPs get lots of things in their post bag. So something which is very personal, personalised, but a message saying, Reset the debt is a, a critical issue. Inviting uh, your own MP to support the campaign and then to invite your MP to write to the relevant minister or to their own uh, front bench uh, treasury team if they are um, their MPs from an opposition party. Um, we've had lots of correspondence that we've already seen with MPs and again MPs are starting to get the message some MPs have been um, quite supportive. But the more we can build up that pressure over the, the, the next weeks and months, so every letter, uh, every email, every bauble, um, uh, will help in that task. So um, that's something uh, people 
can definitely do. There's resources on the website, there's the report, there are stories, more stories uh, illustrating the impact on people's lives. Um, and there were resources to share in churches um, so that um, you know, other members of the congregation start to become aware of the issues, talk about the issues, uh, and also add their weight. Um, so you could ask your church or church leader to write uh, to your MP as well, because I think when MPs get letters from churches as well as individuals, then it's something that they start to take more seriously. Sure. Neil, thank you very much. And if people listening do want to check out the website, it's resetthedebt.uk. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Cast to End Poverty. We've been hearing from Neil Cooper about the Reset the Debt campaign and hearing the first-hand account from one of the people whose families has been swept into difficulty in 2020 as a result of the pandemic. If you'd like to learn more about the campaign, the website is resetthedebt.uk, and you can find out there how you can get involved and support the campaign. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do hit the subscribe button on your smartphone or tablet so you can listen in next time as well when we'll be taking another look at the movement to end UK poverty. Thank you and goodbye for now.